Welcome to the Joy Quota Podcast. I'm Dylan Fole. And I'm Gavin Malcolm. And tonight we have an awesome guest. His name is Andrew Burgos. He's been a, a good buddy of mine for a long time. And uh, you guys are really going to enjoy this. This guy is the definition of being passionate. And uh, this guy has a huge heart and some really wonderful stories. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to today's podcast. Um, well, dude. Andrew, yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. This yeah. is definitely interesting. Yeah, this guy came in real clutch. We uh, love Andrew, Andrew Burgos. He has been a good buddy of ours for a couple of years now. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Wow. Um, 32 years old. Uh, I look about... What, 26, right? You look 12. What are you doing <laughs> to keep your skin so tight? The lotion every yeah. day, all day. Just got to keep up on the cocoa of butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. That's a secret. Write that down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I've traveled a lot in my, uh, in my days. Um, I'm a mental health technician. I used to fix aircraft, but uh, changed jobs. And, you know, before that, work in retail, so... It's nice variety. Um, went to school for a little bit. Wanted to be a music teacher, and then you know, dr sex, drugs, rock and roll. It just didn't work out. No, it just no, <laughs> no rock and roll. Wait, no, no rock too, and roll. Was there too much or not enough? Of all <laughs> just lost. Uh, definitely lost focus. You know, because you go, you go. Uh, all, all throughout school, you go to high school and stuff, you get college, it's like, oh, I'm just going through the motions. I kind of lost, I knew what I wanted to do, found it, but like by that time, I was just burnt out. So yeah. it was like, okay, so at least I can do something that'll help me in my future. So that's, that's when I picked up a, a good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Heck yeah. For the record, I think I can literally picture you as the perfect like middle school music teacher <laughs> you're in like a carpet gymnasium i don't know if this is a compliment i mean i think he's cooler than a music than dude the music teacher's girl. hands down the coolest person at the school compared to the shop teacher well, well the the the, no, uh, the history school. teacher hands down no. What? No, because the history Who teacher likes history teacher? is the smartest teacher. Yeah, but the boringest. I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I feel like the music teacher is the one who's like got real stories about life versus like all the other teachers are like, yeah, I went to a language arts major in uh, college. Now I'm here. It's like, what happened in between there versus like a music teacher's like, yeah, so there I am roading for, for the... I don't know, Black Sabbath, and then, like, you have a weird story that just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, whoa, Mr. Boga Burgos, what was that? And it's just like, oh. What's it's funny you should mention that. Uh, I actually had this English teacher, you know, he knew how to work a switchblade. He's like, yeah, I ride motorcycles, I uh, rock climb, I, I go on these walkabouts, and we're just, and, like, all the girls were swooning over this guy. And I was like, yeah. who are you, man? Who are you? Like, I want to be you. <laughs> Changed my major right then and there. I was just like, I now want to be a language arts teacher. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, obviously it sounds like you do a lot of different things. You've had a lot of different passions. What are some of the things that you're real passionate about like right now in the, the current couple months? Right now? Oh, man. Um, music has always been a huge thing in my life. You know, it's that's the uh, the heartbeat uh, like, I don't know, it's just soul. It's what, what moves you from one moment to the other, right? Yeah. So uh, 
making music is has been uh, it's been a dream to be able to do that. Like nothing professional, anything like that, but just the art of creating. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like you really get to know people better whenever you make music with them. And then like all, all your insecurities come out and you make mistakes, yeah. but those mistakes are like the best kind. You're like, what did you just do? I don't know. I just, it just happened. Like, do it again. I blacked out. I <laughs> do don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just slapping the bass. <laughs> <laughs> I slapping the bass. That's awesome. So uh, what kind of music do you usually stick to? Is there <sighs> anything in general or do you just kind of play all of it? Ooh. Uh, to, I'm... I don't like labels. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I, I think like, dance, indie pop type thing. Because you know, playing on the guitar always has like this indie feel. But like, if I'm on the keys or something like that, then it's it's a dancey feel with an indie vibe. So you're like, okay, okay. And sometimes you know, you just might mess around. You're like, oh, this is funky. Okay, all yeah. right, all right, all right. And it really depends on um, who I collaborate with. You know, because I, I take their advice, their like who they are, kind of put that into the song too. Um, you, you know, Rochelle. Yeah. Some 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 songs I collab with her, and it just immediately changes the song because her voice is just so powerful. I'm just like, yes, keep going. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. not worthy. <laughs> so it it uh, it works out really well. Really Heck yeah. well. That's awesome. So would you ever be in a band or do you have a band that would like perform or do you like performing? Uh, ooh. So um, despite my normal, like, I don't know who I am normally, I, like stage fright, you know, I, I'm a people person, but like, I do not like the limelight. So would I ever perform in a band? Yeah, sure. I can, I will record all day, all day, whatever, perform live in front of people. I don't think I'm that good. Um, going, going back to the mistakes and stuff, like I'm sure with enough practice and everything, but I, there's definitely fear there. Seems I've like s- a great thing to go try then. <laughs> <get over. laughs> it's When's like perfect. Guess what we're yeah. doing today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Psych, the wall lifts up. It's just an auditorium. Damn, I wish we had that. Yeah. <laughs> one day, one day. I'm a dreamer. <laughs> Freestyle right now. A boonch, boonch, oonch, oonch. <laughs> Two bars. That's all you get out of that's me. Boars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's one talent I wish I could have, it would be making music. It's, it's something I'd love to have. It is, it is just putting in a lot of time, right? So... Ooh, some some of the songs, yes, a lot of time because you know, <laughs> playing it is one thing. Then editing is a whole nother beast. Um, I'm still learning how to edit songs because you know, you, <laughs> no matter no matter what you do, if you don't know how to edit songs, your songs are gonna. I don't I don't want to say come out like trash, but like the, it'll sound like a garage band. Uh, but like, dude, that's have... what the entire early two thousands was. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'd like to go back. I'm like, this is my element. <laughs> this is what I can do. A garage band. Hell, I use it in Mac. A garage yeah. band right now. Um, but I, yeah, if, if, you, if you don't know how to edit your songs or, you know, like, oh, yeah, put a fade on this, drop this level here, harmonize this way, and then let's edit this and blah, blah. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't doesn't have the same effect because you, you can you can take any top 40 songs and you're just like, that is awesome. And it's just really production. 
yeah. of, of the piece. Because uh, right, because you have to be big enough, and then you just like do your thing for five minutes singing this <laughs> mic, and then you ooh, just send it off. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, run that track. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's all you. Need. I want to be the background guy. I was listening to Fifty Cent the other day because I'm a G, and. Uh, there's one lyric in the song where it's like, I've been hit with a few shells, but I ain't walk with a limp. And then there's just some dude in the background that just goes, I'm right. <laughs> That's who I want to be. It's just, the, you would never, I've never heard that part of the song. I think I heard some comedian like make a joke about it. And then it just stood out to me this last time. It just came on shuffle on my Spotify. And I was like, that guy's the best. That guy gets That's a residual check. For just going, I'm aight, into the, the microphone. I don't know if that, that's what? accurate. Dude, you so, get... No, you get if you write the song, you get a residual check. But I don't know if no, you say you get, one thing on it. You get to be... Like, you have legal rights to be, like, part of the collaborative, creative effort, ownership of a song. If you're in the booth whatsoever. Like, even if you're in the mixing booth. It's pretty wild. I think that just comes down to contract, really. Like, yeah. are we going to actually give you money? I don't know. Sign this dotted line that says you get nothing. <laughs> well, I would do it, it for nothing. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've not earned Sometimes anything. it's the experience of it, yeah. 50 Cent is a little bit too smart to be letting randos. I'm all right. No, I mean, no. It's his boy. It's, it's probably boy. one of his buddies. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll give you, like, the world's smallest residual check. Why not, dude? Like, I'm trying to get I'll give you 50 hood. cents per Oh, that'd be so great. 50, no, dude, 50, 50, 50 cents per play. That'd be That's huge. a lot, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody makes that. No. But so so circling back, what I hear is that you want to be a a hype man. Oh, <laughs> I'd be so good at that. That'd be. I think Gavin. Already, I mean, he has that. Yes, <laughs> you that are he, the hype man in hype life. Man. You yeah, know, yes. we just need to put you on a track. <laughs> oh, that'd be. Technically, I do have a recorded vinyl. There you go. Me and uh, our buddy Sam, who's also done the podcast, we recorded a vinyl like freestyle session at the uh, Denver MCA we heard about it and it's like zero degrees outside and we're both trying to like rap into the app rap chat it's like snapchat but rapping is so stupid it's so fun and uh, we're out there like just spitting bores and uh, <laughs> bores and then we walk in and it's just people taking it so serious like people who have just sp- de- just their entire life is music they're devoted to it and then Sam and I walk up Look at the band and we're like, just throw something in like a C major. And then just like the band just plays whatever. And then we just went and just like freestyled on the beat for like three minutes. It is the funniest thing because you can hear us like trying not to laugh. And like at the end, it's even funnier because it wasn't horrible. By no means was it good. But like we should have just gone up there and just like, uh, eh, eh. and you just like get into the rhythm. And people were coming up like. That was awesome. How long have you guys been practicing that? And like, and like, how long have you guys been making music? And we're like, I don't know, like 15 minutes. Yeah, so how long was that? Like, that was awesome. Like, when did you write that? And we're like, I don't know. You heard it for the first time when we did. I gotta ask you a question. So, when when you walked in there, did you know? Did you like? Did you know the key, or were you just like, you know what? No, no <laughs> just like, we just knew that C major was. We just knew that was a key. So so you're just like, let's act like we know what we're doing. Yeah. I'm just going to throw some BS around. That's not entirely accurate. Sam does know he's Sam doing. knows music, yeah. But I Sam is I knew, I learned just enough guitar in high school so I could get with a chick. <laughs> and then I once think that's I how learned, we all start. Once I learned Wonderwall, I gave up. <laughs> I was like, I've got all I need right here to get past a first date 
we're good to go. If someone passes me a guitar at a party, I've got GCD all day long. <laughs> kumbaya. Uh, k- kumbaya. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why the guitar is still in our front I just this day. That is true. I just uh, also sometimes like other people come over and play, which I enjoy. But I did actually pick that's it up. literally never happened. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Andrew's done once, it multiple times. Once. Times. Maybe twice. Uh, I just picked it up actually, not kidding, less than a couple days ago. To True play story. <laughs> no, I'm trying to learn an Avril Lavigne song because oh, I'm the best. <laughs> taking it back. Dude, yeah. She just dropped a new album last week. I know, it's I incredible. Didn't listen. I listened to her, the song with Nicki Minaj, and it was. I heard one song, and I think she was like, I don't know, like on a beach or something. There was wind, and she had like. <sighs> Is it the. Clothing uh, that's just draping yeah, in the wind. I know which one you're talking like, about. It was so crazy because she was like. Avril, you know, goth skater chick type of girl. You're like, ooh, and then to and then this like a punk, like a punk, like pop chick. Where you're like, yeah, I like that you're and down. now she's like just, it's it, what? Right, it's tough. Some it's artists pure? can like transcend that of like M- metamorph you're not, you're <laughs> or not punk anymore. Like it's not, yeah, you're not angsty. Yeah. You've made money, like. We're all angsty. <laughs> I've had children. Um, I need to settle this down. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, she's got such a good voice. She does. I missed her. I was like, where have you been all my life? Yeah. Again. Speaking of Joy Quota, if you want to really fill up the tank, I strongly recommend listening to all of her 2002 album, Let Go, on the drive home. <laughs> I know how long it takes to get to your house. You'll get through most of it. It will. I'll circle around a couple times. Oh, it's literally. It's worth it. I forget how, (laughs) how it came into my life recently, but that's why. No, we listened to it when we were. Oh, that's right. To the playground. Yeah, they made a uh, like a dance link to the video song out of it. Is is that the uh, is that the playground where I I think I saw the video where you guys were sliding down that that metal? Yes. The slide. So sick. So here's the crazy part: when you guys are in it, it looked super long, and then like when you when you looked. At it, I was like, it, "What?" It it looked a lot shorter than oh, it's like riding it's through probably it. Thirty, maybe the angle or something. Tall. It's huge. It's pretty tall. Wow. And we went through it fast too, and it's like <laughs> yeah, warped. It. it reminds me of the night. Um, oh my gosh! It reminds me that reminds me of my son how he's a beast. Uh, <laughs> feel like, but uh, the, the night you guys uh, fixed the ramp a little bit, and then we went down it, and like you went. Like like a luge, you're like just just <laughs> cool running. You gotta you gotta you gotta get build momentum to get the. I could never go over the the hop the the end. Yeah, well, and for those who don't know what he's talking about, we made a slip and slide off of our roof with a jump into a kiddie pool for the <laughs> barbecue second annual barbecue. Yeah, which there may or may not be a video for. I don't think not we made any for that one. No, we can show a clip at some point. Yeah. Link here. No, um, sure. <laughs> yeah, so he, we invited Andrew and his son over, and uh, his son just was the coolest, most confident <laughs> he kid scared of all me. time. Like, before I knew he was coming down, because he, he asked me, you know, he, he was like, is it okay? I was like, yeah, it's okay. And I, I figured he'd be like, okay, one, two, three. No, he was he was down. Like, <laughs> but the he's, look on his he's face. Like six, six years old, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he was five at the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Little little half Japanese he dude. Sent it. What? <laughs> yes. it, was, it was impressive how his confidence. The the very first go, his confidence was higher yeah. than anyone else. Notice how you said the very first go. Well, yeah, because it was it was really interesting to watch. For the first time. It was really interesting, like 
with full confidence and gusto, he like threw himself into the slide. And then as his little tiny arms like scooted past him and his butt hit the slip and slide, immediate regret. Like, so <laughs> quickly. So Nobody's quickly. anything faster so, ever. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, I've made a terrible choice. And just trying to grab anything he can to stop himself. <laughs> you see, when he stood up after that, he's just like, <gasps> The best part is he didn't stop. Like, he was no. clearly terrified. And he's like, well, I should do that again. And then he'd climb up and just be terrified again and again. Oh. Right, and just even climbing up the sketchy ladder onto the roof of our house for a six-year-old is impressive. Yeah. I couldn't imagine myself doing no. that, as, like, in his age. I'm like, who are you? Dude. <laughs> My offspring. I guess. There, there, were, there were people that wouldn't even climb up, our age, that wouldn't even climb up. on. Yeah, there were plenty of able-bodied adults who were like, I, I won't, I'm, mm-mm. He gave me courage to go up there. I was like, I can't, I can't let my son go in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Simba, what? <laughs> I, I had to go. I had, I had to, I had to do it. Um, it's like that a lot in life, though. Uh, with my son, you know, kids, they they remind you. I don't know to 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 take in all of life, you know, to, to find joy in everything. You're taking a shower. You're like, we got to hurry up. And he's sitting there wagging his butt. He's like, ooh, yeah, you can't catch me. And I'm like, you, mm, and then, you know, you just kind of have fun. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, well, that's great. <laughs> Showers now, they're just boring. I'm like, where's my son? I don't have to chase a naked body around. <laughs> Dude, I, it's hard enough to shower with another adult. I can only oh. imagine how difficult it is to shower. Oh my gosh. With someone who actively is trying to avoid a shower. <laughs> yes. Why is that that as kids, none of us wanted to bathe or shower? It's so I, weird, right? You know, because it took a lot to accumulate the dirt and like, you know, that's, that's they don't have belongings. They have, <laughs> <laughs> like we have possessions. Kids, they have like, look, I got this dirt, and I like this dirt. Yeah. I did a really cool thing for this. I earned this scar. <laughs> it's so weird, yeah. I don't know. I don't, honestly, it's it is. I don't know. Maybe they think, you know, hygiene. It's just a waste of time. Like I could be playing, but you got me. Uh, <laughs> you got me in here cleaning. Well, and because usually it means like bedtime, and yeah, it's bedtime. That is true. Everything that is associated with that. Until you hit like twenty eight, and then I feel like there's a very sharp. Turn where you're like, oh, bedtime? That's the best part. That, that, of the that day. is it <laughs> right there. <laughs> is eight o'clock yet? Nine o'clock? Yeah, there's like a countdown just Woo. for bedtime. I'm about to pop tart nights. this bed. Sunday nights yeah. are the best bedtime ever. I'm like, if I can make it to eight thirty, nine o'clock, I'm like I don't, so excited. Ooh, Sunday nights for me, that just spells dread. You know, that that's that's when sleep becomes less joyful and more like it's a necessity. <laughs> yeah. You have to perform the next day, like work, school, whatever you got on the weekends. It's it's like, yeah, go to sleep, wake up whenever. Unless you have plans, then still it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm just running. The traffic is, you know, as you're brushing your teeth, the traffic, is, it sucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the best way to get out of that is just tell them you have diarrhea. It's the fastest way to be like, oh, I'm going to be late. Sorry, I've just had the squirts all morning. They're like, shut up. Do you even want to come into work today? Like, <laughs> No one wants to do advice, that. Right yeah. there. <laughs> no one, No one's going to ask the next question, right? If you're like, oh, I'm not feeling well. What's wrong? It's like, I'm pooping my pants currently. <laughs> like, oh, God. Click. Like, <laughs> It's the quickest. It's not my joke, but it, it's the truth. Someone's. Oh my gosh. 
So uh, to get away from that, uh, <laughs> tell us about your last diarrhea. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I was, uh, it was a Sunday because I didn't want to work on a Monday. No, Taco sorry. Bell. Um, all your travels. Uh, segue that into travel. Tra- yeah, traveling. Go, oh, you know what? Okay, so um, here's here's a kind of a, a segue here um, that has to do with traveling and diarrhea. You're welcome, Gavin. Oh, so uh, happy <laughs> we worked that in. So I spent seven years in Japan, uh, the best time of my life. Except for this moment now. Except for right now, of course. Of course. <laughs> it was the best time. This is now the best time of my life. Um, you know, obviously after um, my son being born. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, my son. This one's for you. No. Um, so how weird is that? That like ten years from now he might hear this and just like my dad's so weird. <laughs> it's 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 one of those time. Uh, oh, Time, time capsules. capsules. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you, you guys ever do that in school? Yeah, I'm honestly upset I've never gotten to like dig it up. I don't even go. Go I right now. You'll be that buried. dude. I do remember where it's buried. Part of me thinks it would be so funny to just go like dig holes around my old school until wow. I find it. How long has it been? It was when I was in like the third grade. Oh, so well then that, that's long enough. That's what. That's yeah. 20 years. I feel like that counts. That's a joy quota session right there. So that's like two more years. It'll be 20, 28. All I had to yeah. say. So that'll be twenty years, and then we should do it. I wish you still had your long hair, so so that you go within the bathrobe or something. Just yes. Start, start digging up like there is a strange man in our yard. No. Oh man. Yeah. So you're in Japan. Yes, for seven I am. Years. I'm in. I've been in Japan for seven years. At this time, I was uh, I was dating a Japanese girl. Um, I was in Nagoya. So. Uh, I, I, I lived in Okinawa, Japan for, for those seven years, but I was traveling, going to see her. Uh, you get uh, you get used to things you don't think that you're going to get used to in Japan, especially when it comes to food. Uh, like, I, I, I used to be a picky individual. I mean, I, I'm talking like if the food looked wrong, I was like, I am not touching that. You know, so it's like uh, hamburger helper, reheated. You know how sometimes it can just, it just doesn't reheat right, gets rubbery yeah. or hard and stuff? I would not, like, nowadays, I'm just like, sustenance. I'm the, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if sustenance is the right word to describe <laughs> Don't, I was raised on it, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, but, like, after all that, I was just like, I will try anything and everything. So, I'm at a restaurant, and there is literally raw chicken at this restaurant. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Raw chicken, who would do that? Who is me? Apparently, uh, so I was like, okay, this is this looks like a like, you know a, a, a um, what are they called a, a blank establishment a legit a legit establishment you know it's on the menu like how bad could this be how bad could this be uh-huh. Did you, so you ordered it on purpose you knew what you were getting into <laughs> that's you, the worst like, part or you were like. All this. Ch- ch- oh no, things. no, no! There okay. was I'll there have was the definitely tree next to the goat. Not not only was the menu in English, oh. Oh. <laughs> but I did order it. Like it, it, we had a conversation. I was like, "Ooh, raw chicken." She's like, "Yeah, raw chicken. They do that." I was like, what? "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, it's kind of good." I was like, "Sure." And I'm thinking sashimi, which is uh, like you know raw fish, nice mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, "Can't be that bad." You know, maybe they they prepare it differently, or excuse me. Um, you know, like some, some, um, hams or something like that. It's, 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 it's cooked differently, like salted and then they, yeah. they cook it that way and then it's thinly sliced and you're just like, oh, I forgot what it's called, you know, like but with the prosciutto or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah no. Something like that. Yeah. 
Uh, so, so I was like, I'm thinking that I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that it's something like that. <laughs> so it comes out. Yes, there's a thigh, there's the liver, there's a heart. What? Yeah, and there was just diced up, and then like there was like this pumpkin sauce. I'm like, ooh, I'm fancy now. Wow. Yeah, that didn't last long. <laughs> so I ate it, and it was. I would not do it again. Uh, I didn't enjoy it myself, but uh, the repercussions of that. Oh my god. Have you ever? Oh no. Ha- have you ever had to shit and vomit at the same time? I don't know if I've heard stories of this. I have not experienced it. What a time. Oh, I can only imagine. (laughs) What a time. But at least you're in Japan. So, like, at least you're on, like, a sweet, like, like Transformers robot toilet. I've heard heard of those. So I was in the the dorms at this time, so none of that. It's just a standard Mm. toilet. Granted, granted, the water pressure was sublime. It was good. It was good. Yeah. But besides that, no, there's no bidet that, that comes and tickles your butthole with fresh water <laughs> and just say, you're free now. Go. Go enjoy your life. <laughs> nothing. Dude, nothing. Just that's savage. It was savage. Were you back on the base when everything dropped? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, because like, okay, so it, it took a while. That's that's what got you. What got me. Like, it, it took a while for it to kick in. I think uh, like a week. And then so I'm like, man, I got oh. the flu or something. You think it was a week? And that's how a long? A week later I from feel like, eating raw chicken. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't know if that's food poisoning. So, uh... <laughs> no, like, from the chicken. I No, no, they, they took stool samples. It was oh. definitely salmonella. <laughs> like, that's so wild. So they scienced it. Like, so, but... It, I it, can't believe you... I you guess the incubation... You were like, someone needs to definitely check me out. Yes! Wow. I, I couldn't I couldn't go ten feet from from a bathroom like I like my stomach was hurting like I wanted to throw up like when you get when you throw up and puke at the same time wait when you poop you guys I just <laughs> just barfed up some double layered yeah so when you poop and throw up at the same time you know something is wrong you're like I've never done this before in my life like this is you can you can feel it I had like the cold sweats oh, it was sad. just it was just horrible so. So they're they're like yeah yeah you know that that was the worst part trying to poop in in a, in a this vad whatever oh yeah I can only imagine stool samples never a good thing you could probably cut that out of this whole thing so <laughs> so we're in it now ah oh, yeah uh, it I was mean, bad it was bad it lasted it lasted a week or two whoa. for it to get out of my system yeah no like the the whole diarrhea that thing sucks. like steadily yes I got better but it was it was. It was horrible. I, I remember when I, I thought I was better. I was like, I, I can hold this, you know. Like, I'm a, I'm a man. Yeah, you know, I, I, I got, <clears throat> I can pinch my sphincter yeah. and just hold it for this movie. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. No. No. The only thing I locked down was that stall. Yeah. <laughs> like That's I crazy. was, I missed half the movie, um, and I, I never did that again. Eat raw chicken. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say go to the movies. No, I've gone to the movies and I had to poop. <laughs> um, I've, I've done better. So I mean. Obviously, that was a wild experience that mm. took a turn for the worse. I'm sure it you did. have tons of awesome stories from Japan of just like yes. some super oh. fun, like peak moments over there. Because it's someplace I've always wanted to go. My stepsister lived there for a long time. Um, some of our BMX buddies have been there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just seems like the craziest culture. It seems like such a wonderful place to exist. You, you would love it there. I mean, uh... I feel like it'd be a bit much for Japan. No, no, not like I'd be. Because they have like <laughs> they're like so wonderfully respectful of one another's space that I don't think like me like I I've 
I feel like I'd pop a lot of personal bubbles over there. Um, you'd be surprised. Uh, Okinawan culture is 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 Americanized. You know what I mean. So they're used to things like that. Uh, but like, oh, the culture down there, like they believe in the whole you help everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have old people just sweeping the streets. It's not their job. They just yeah. do that. It's so so beautiful. Um, and you feel safe. Yes, there's still crime there, but you feel super safe. So you want to get lost. Like that's when you find the whole holes that's in the I've walls. Heard. That it it's the best food that you in the mom and pop places. Like here, you, some mom and pop places are good, and some will give you salmonella. No, like <laughs> some, some are just bad. But you you, yeah. you always have to make that judgment call. But in Japan, it's always I don't know. I, I felt so carefree, and anywhere you went, it was just it was beautiful. Just the rule. And like the vines everywhere, so green. Yeah, some of the best times of my life in Japan, for sure. Well, and I feel like over—I mean, I haven't been there, but I've been other places where mom and pop literally means mom, mom and, and pop, pop are literally cooking yes. food and then like handing it to you. Where I've never found that exact thing in Denver, at least. <laughs> the mom and pop—it sta- it started with mom and pop, and now it's a franchise or <laughs> chain, yeah, right, chain yeah. restaurant. Uh, no, in Japan, it's it's just like that. Like if if their son or their daughter doesn't pick up the restaurant, they will close or they will hire someone else to take over. But like it's it they're small. Like I I uh, I found this restaurant where this guy he used to be a fisherman in Hawaii. You know, and he was telling me about his entire life. I wanted to do a uh, a vlog about it, you know, because that's when I was biking a lot. So you just bike and you can see everything going around. You're like, oh, man, that looks like a good place. Let's stop there. I just wanted to vlog everything, interview the people and trying to get um, their names out there because, like, a lot of these places do go out of business because people just, they don't know about it. But, um, like, this this place, like, he had his own stamp with his face on it. Like, it was done up, and it was so good. But he didn't really get a lot of business. But, oh, the stories that he would tell me, and uh, granted, it was it, it was English, is what <laughs> I'll say. So it's, like, half English, half Japanese, because I knew Japanese, but not everything. And he knew some English. So it was, it was it's kind of weird how when you... If you can't communicate with verbal communication, you find a way with gestures, like just just like how any woman can can talk down to you with just their eyes. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, get that look of like, no, oh, okay, I'm gonna go piece together the last fifteen minutes. I'm gonna go detective this and see where I went wrong. I have done fucked up. <laughs> no, it's it's exactly like that. So, um, and, and like when you want to communicate, like there's always a way. And that's that's another thing that I uh, I picked up when I was down there. You know, uh, I've always moved around a lot, military brat, right? So, um, grew up in Greece, England, and Japan as well. You know, until I finally moved to California. But like, I just got uh, a lot of culture in me. I, I saw a lot and picked up a little bit here and there, which you know, kind of pieced together me who I, who I am. Yeah. So it's uh, such such an amazing time out there. I'm telling you. Were you playing music while you were out there? Mm. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, so I did I <laughs> I did kind of have a band at that time. What? In Japan? So like it was a joke band, but we had a band that was called Lavender Flamingos. Lavender Flamingos. Yeah, there's this um oh man. There there's this guy uh TJ, TJ Panya. He played the Shout most out. <laughs> 
you know who you are, dude. Um, he played the 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 best guitar. Like he would he would just shred it, right? I'm just like, how do he do this? He's like, I don't know, man. It just you know sometimes he just, the, <laughs> the sometimes guitar it plays itself. <laughs> I don't know why. He's, he's exactly, and and uh, this other guy, James Black, with the with the drums, and like we just kind of fused together. Like there was other people who would just come in and help us out, but like I was I'd either be on the bass or just play like rhythm guitar. And it's so great when you know people enough that you don't really have to communicate. It just happens. So, like, you play a bass line or something like that, and then next thing you know, you know, like, oh, yeah. okay, okay, doom, doom, boom, boom, doom, doom, and then you know, like, yeah, whatever you just did, and then. Half the time we're like, man, I wish we recorded. The other times we did, and we're like, we should not have recorded that. <laughs> but it was, it was, uh, it was definitely good times. We we played one set at a um, at a karaoke joint, and that was yeah. like, yeah, I had it. Liquid courage is a real thing, you know. I was like, glug, glug, glug. I was like, okay, let's do this because you know, playing guitar, singing, uh, and then like we kind of alternated and stuff. But it was, it was a good time. I wish I had recordings of that. I just, I don't. <laughs> well, I feel like that raises up a good point of. I feel like in today's culture, we, we're all so quick to record stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I were just realizing we have no photos of us. We do all <laughs> kinds of awesome stuff. We have all these like really peak moments, but we're just too busy being present to think like, oh, we should document this. And I feel like you're really good at making sure it gets documented. Sometimes. <laughs> like you really have like this awesome picture slash video journal of like your entire life Thank versus you. I'm going to get to the end of <laughs> my life and be like, man, I did the coolest stuff. I'll never remember. <laughs> take my word. You just have to take my word. It was yeah, exactly like this. I did cool <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Well, Story night. And that's a shame because like even my parents were really good about like their giant VHS camcorder yeah. recording oh, a lot of stuff. So we've gone back and watched some of it of like, them build, starting building their house in like 1988 and me just like one years old running around wreaking havoc trying to help build this yeah house and like and then going up from there for like Christmases and birthdays and well, it's very select moments but it is pretty cool to have yeah I'm pretty sure there's a video of his mom walking polar bear cubs on a leash <laughs> yeah yeah there's that there's definitely that it's fascinating though um like, you know, the human mind, it's flawed. So um, either we forget things or we start to manipulate memories. You know, like, oh, I thought it was like this. But, like, when you record things, it just brings everything back. You know, it, it brings people together, too. Uh, I'll have to record more now that you mention it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's, I feel like I wonder if there's, like, a bell curve of you've gone too far. And I think most people have. Wait, because you like, let me take a selfie. <laughs> like, oh, food, uh, next meal. It's like no one cares about what you ate today. Well, and it, you always snap like five pictures when one will do. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do that. And then you end up just I deleting do. all of it because uh, my phone's full. I need to record this next moment. It's very true. It is very true. I, I would say that um, it is a good thing that you are in the moment because sometimes people – spend most of their lives trying to capture everything that they forget to enjoy life. And like, I mean, that that's, I think that's a big motto for me in my life. It's, you know, uh, people like, oh, what do you picture yourself in the next 10 years and this and that? I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, you, Amen, dude. you that's know, sick. It, it, and like, if you have a, 
mentality like that, it really does not matter where you're at or what you do. You just you're you're in the right place at the right time because you're happy. And no matter when your life ends, you look back and you're just like, yeah, that's right. I lived. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like we spend way too much time worrying about the time that isn't right now. Mm-hmm. But I, you make a really valid point for like it needs to be a bell curve. Like there is, and Dylan even... <laughs> Being able to just go back because I do have a poor memory. It's really clutch. <laughs> but but you're you're really in the present. I've never met anyone. What? I'd say you're really. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Aha. Welcome Aha. back. <laughs> but uh, no, I've I've never met anyone uh, quite like you, Gavin. You you're you're definitely whenever something is going on, you're there, and you're always thinking about people. Uh, a lot of times, you know, people are like, "Oh yeah, let's stop t- thinking about the event or thinking about their own problems and stuff." No, you're you're like, "Hey man, are you okay?" It's like, "What do you mean? Am I okay?" Like, you're not you're not looking like yourself. You're acting a little different. <laughs> you're acting different. Uh, <laughs> and just like, what? I'm not okay. You know, you, you make people realize some things. So, yeah, I appreciate. I just you for that. create existential crisis wherever I go. <laughs> <laughs> you there? You there? Yes, yes. You look like you're having a midlife crisis. Uh, I can help you out with that. No, thank you. I appreciate it. I uh... yeah. Dylan, you too. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. No, I'm serious. You... Like, like this this whole thing. Um, I look at your, I watch your guys' videos. Like everything that you guys have accomplished and that you do. Like you're, I don't want to say thrill seekers. It's just you live life and you're like, you know what? What's the next? What's the next adventure? Where, where is it going to take us? Because I don't want to be afraid of life, you know? And, and like by by doing that and by doing these amazing feats, you, you know, bending the rules. <laughs> what? Never. That, never. <laughs> that, that you guys, like you you remain kids with, 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 with an adult <laughs> mentality. I don't know. You're mature, yeah. matured kids. Yeah. And it's very important to do that. It is. Like people just... That, because then you start hating life if if you just, you know, like like the the adults who just know how to adult and that's it. They be, they get a routine and that is their life. They don't know how to do anything else. And any time the routine is like they get fired from their career because I'm not going to say job, but their career. They're like, what do I do? That's when you get midlife crisis or this and that. Or or when they're like, you know what? I never. I don't actually like what I do. Midlife crisis. But you guys are like. We have a crisis every day. Like, am I going to survive through this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think there's something to be said. Like, my entire life's goal is to just become a six-year-old kid again, playing on a slip and slide off of a roof, right? Like, <laughs> I look at kids and I truly think we almost devolve as we get older. Like, they have it so figured yeah, out. Like, yeah. kids are so passionate. Mm-hmm. They know what they love. They know what they don't like. Preach. They're really, really 100% committed to all of their ideas, right? Like, even if it's a terrible idea, like, no one is committed to even, like, a phone call anymore, right? Like, hey, I just <laughs> called you. Why didn't you pick up? I just would rather text. Like, oh, you're the worst, right? Like, I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, right? So, like... Um, I feel like kids experience joy. Joy to me is just being passionate about whatever you're doing, right? Like joy isn't necessarily happy or anything so constricting. It's just like you can be joyful even when you're 
going through rough stuff or even when you're kind of sad, like you're living in a place of joy because you're just you're genuinely passionate about what's going on. And, and kids are such a good example of that. Like your son was just like, yeah, why wouldn't I go down the slide? Like adults, we don't have that. And some of that's good, right? Like you have to learn how to like keep yourself alive. But at the <laughs> same time, I think uh, we we invent a lot of rules for ourselves as we get older versus as a kid, we just don't bother. Right, because it shouldn't be scary to go down a slide or yeah. do the thing that you're afraid of. It was it perfectly is. safe, to be honest. It literally was perfectly safe. Like the only thing stopping me was me, right? <laughs> yeah, perfect example, right? Like your son's literally half you and he didn't even blink. <laughs> And then you're like, you guys, you, is this good? And we're like, yeah, I just did it. Didn't you see it? And it's like, I know, but this is but is it the good? dumbest idea. Yeah. <clears throat> it's funny uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned passion. Um, I think it's, it is very, very important to pursue your passions and be okay if your passions change. <clears throat> we, we've been taught that like change is bad, right? You know, whenever like big change happens, more, more often than not, people are like, oh God, what am I going to do? They're in their crisis mode, right? They, they anxiety, worry, they, they panic. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I know some people who they, they've gone to school for so long, found out that it's not their major, you know, like this is not what I want to do for yeah. the rest of my life, you know? So they, they change. And then it was like a a real crisis for them. And then like, you know, they, later they, they hit the ground running found on something that they want to do, but like that shift, you know, but like, it should be like, it should be an easy transition. Like, look, I'm not passionate about that. So let me go. Like life doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Yeah. You, you know? And like, you should be more afraid of wasting your life than, than doing something that you love or enjoy. Yeah. I think Dylan's the perfect example of that. <laughs> for sure. Me. Well, I try to be, I don't know if I would say perfect. I'm going I... for your passion. Yeah, of okay, just like... Okay, I'm just making sure we're, like, we're giving the right example. I can't go too far into it, but we just had a conversation specifically where like, I don't know of another person that would have taken the specific course of action that Dylan did. <laughs> and he literally just wouldn't stop talking about it. He's like, no, dude, like I'm not going to live my life doing anything other than what I'm committed to, what I'm passionate about. These are my values. These are my principles. I'm not bending on that like... And in a lot of ways, it's almost unreasonable, but it, it's such a, a good example of what you're talking about, of, of just staying passionate f despite all the different changes. Despite, like, yeah. if Dylan's not interested, I promise you, he won't be doing it for, <laughs> for long. <laughs> for long. I, yeah, I've watched him. Like, he gets genuinely antsy. If we're just doing something small for like 30 minutes and he's not into it, he's like, you can literally see his body mm -hmm. start getting like jumpy. He's like, I need to go do something else because I'm, I'm, I cannot be here. I'm not passionate about it. But yeah, just think about the product that comes out of doing something that you're not passionate about. Mediocre, yeah. right? You know, even, even people who are OCD, things need to be perfect and it's never going to be as perfect as they want or up to the potential because they're just not passionate. They're not going to put their all into that one thing or a couple things or everything, whatever they're passionate, passionate about life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. love everything. Because what's the point? Like, What is the point? If you're not yes. having fun, then uh, I don't see a point of doing it, honestly. <laughs> like, there, There is something for everyone. So it's kind of like, 
right. What's the point? Someone else, this is someone else's calling. Let them have it. Yeah, if I'm not supposed to be doing it, I'm not going to beat myself up for not doing it. I know someone who constantly sees value in all these different types of careers and passions and skills. And then they look at themselves and they're like, oh, why am I not? It literally came up while we were eating dinner one day. They were like, why am I not doing that? And she points at the TV and it's Ken Block doing crazy drifts like a hundred miles an hour up and down the banked corner of a speedway. And I was like, cause you haven't been racing for 30 years. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And she's like, I should be doing something like that with my life. And I was like, you don't like going fast. You've told me this specifically multiple times. Why are you beating yourself up for not being a world-class drift racer? Like, Do something that you're actually excited about and love the fact that you're doing that instead of beating yourself up. You're not doing something that's maybe more perceived as valuable, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of people chase what, Perception. like, oh, I'm going to be a pharmacist because I'm going to make a bunch of money, but then you don't care at all about what you're doing, but you're doing something that you think others will perceive as valuable. They will respect me yeah. if I do this, you know. A lot of people are driven about, uh, driven by other people's perception of you. Like, really? And, and you're like, you are you. Like, the only thing that matters is your perception of yourself. But, like, what do you think about yourself? I don't know. There's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely easier said than done. No, it, I mean, it is. It is. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I care about what other people think. But, like, it took me a long time to be comfortable in my skin, you know, to where like, I know that people won't, won't approve of everything that I do, but like, do you really care about what they approve? Because they're not you. Like, you know, some things that we, we've been taught, yeah. like, do you want to be in their shoes? No. If not, then, then why listen to what they have to say about you? You know? Yeah. I think there's something to be said for like, not necess- you don't have to not care what other people think, right? You still need to like, be kind and courteous yeah. and there's a lot of just social responsibility in noticing how you come off to other people, how you're affecting other mm-hmm. people. Like you bathe regularly so that when you sit next to someone, <laughs> they're not like, oh, what the heck, you know? Um, but I think the key is not forgetting, like saying just screw whatever anyone yeah, thinks yeah. of me doesn't matter. I think it's Whatever anyone thinks of me, it doesn't change what I think of me. There you go. That's a better way said. Thank you. No, I think about that a lot, for sure. Especially as someone who I see myself as a bit of a show pony. I love seeing <laughs> what other people think of gotta, me. Yeah, gotta let you fly. Gotta let me fly, Captain. <laughs> doesn't make sense. They don't fly. Um, yeah, I... I spend time doing things that I know will get certain reactions from people just because I genuinely like the attention, if I'm being honest. (laughs) But also, even if I didn't get the reaction I was hoping for or something like that, like it doesn't change how I see myself. It's very Or at least not often. Sometimes it's still. It's always hard. It's it's, It's a never ending battle. You know, and then there's some people you let in to where, like, they're your whole world. So their perception of you yeah, is everything. You can't help it. You can't. You can't. 
That's awesome. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, so I I know we keep going back to music. Mm. Something that had struck music. me as Let's a cool thought is, what is the first memory you have of wanting to play music? Oh my god! Music? I you feel had like that's got to be a cool moment, or it's like just the most boring. No, no, way, like that's awesome. I think ever since I was a kid, um, I've always been fond of music, listening to music. I'm like, I want to be that guy playing that guitar. Or, or I, I don't know. Um, it wasn't enough to experience music. I needed to play it. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever, like, you know, watching someone do something. It just wasn't enough. You, you were pulled to. You're like, I want that instrument in my hands. Like, I want to m- make something like that. And that has always been a thing for me. Um, it, like, so my dad. My dad was. He had his own band. Um, he played at the church and stuff. He, you know, he played the congas. You know, he's like, and like, I don't know if I got it from him. Honestly, like looking back, I don't remember him playing as much. Uh, I know like we've had times to where like we'd all play and I, I'd, I'd use the, uh, I forgot what they're called. Maracas? Uh, no, 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 no. The, uh, the sticks, the sticks that you, like the poor man's cowbell. Sure. Sure. Like, like a poor man's cowbell. Different sound. Yeah. I think there could be both in the band. There's room for both. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'd, I'd do that. Like, I've just always been intrigued by music. So I've always had rhythm and stuff like that because I just, I didn't hear it. I felt it. Uh, so, like, the entire, like, for the longest time, I've always asked my mom, hey, you know, give me a guitar. That, that, that just seemed like the easiest thing to play. Or, like, I don't know, the music that I was listening to most had guitar. And I was like, I just want, I just want to play. It just seemed right. I played the flute whenever I was in elementary school. Did not like that. Flute I don't think I'm a recorder. A, a flute. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, no. We we had Some recorders Yaz too, flute. but <laughs> yeah, I had a flute, and uh, like not that I hated it. It just didn't feel right. Uh, piano, love to mess around with that, but like the guitar in my hands, it was like that was that was the beginning. So after years of asking for it, my mom's like. Well, you're not just trying to be like the average Joe, you know, not just like, oh, guitars are cool, so you want one. No, uh, she was like, you actually want one. So she got me one, and, and within 10 minutes, you know, I, I was I was playing, uh, oh, man, just, you know, a couple tunes. She's like, how'd you learn how to play that? I was like, I don't know, just, just listen, you know, just made sense to me. That's you know, he, crazy. Here's a note, there's the note, where's the next note, you know, and then you just kind of figure it out, so... Like for me, my mind just worked that way. You know, my hands just kind of, after a while, you, you get the feel of the guitar and it just kind of, it moved itself, you know, and you hear what you wanted to hear. Of course, you'll make mistakes, but like, you're just like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you start to jam and stuff. And the biggest thing too was it was a bonding thing for my brother and I. <clears throat> so uh, like, you know, I love my family, love my friends, but my my brother and my dad, those are two people like if they uh, if they were to die or anything like that, like I would be hundred percent devastated just because I get a lot of my character from them. Like I look up to them. Uh, not saying that they are perfect, but like the the parts of them that I do look up to, like my my brother has this temperament. Not always, you know, he he had a temper uh, way back when, but like ah, he's he's the calmest and the kindest man you will ever meet. and and I'm just like, bro, how? Like he's got four kids and patience. That's how. Is it, right? It's it's it is insane. Um, but not only that, but like the poetry of him and, and everything. But like so so you know, I, I I would play, he would sing and like Oh cool. Nonstop and like no cues. Like I remember like like the first song I was just trying to make up and then my brother just came in, he's like, Okay, okay. So he just started singing. I was like, 
all right, all right. And like we nodded each other and then we just changed the course, which was whatever. And he just like, ah, that's the, the tone I want. There we go. That is so cool. Yeah. Wait, so you picked up a guitar for the first time and within 10 minutes we're playing music and you think you're not good enough to play in a band or live? So That so, was your exact words. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what I, what I mean I'm is, like, I can, re- I can record because I can make music, but perfection in playing live, not skipping a beat, not, not making those mistakes, like, that, that's a lot of pressure for me. Um, I, and I guess more fear than anything. So, like, I don't think that I'm good enough to play, you know, because some people, they practice guitar every day in and day out. I don't. It's it's a passion, and uh, it's it's just something. Like, it's a hobby more than a lifestyle type thing. Because they're like, "What do you got? New Ibanez, this and that." I'm like, "I have no idea." It's a guitar. It looks good. Sounds it has great. Six strings. <laughs> ex- One ex- of them's fat, ex- and exactly. then they get less fat. <clears throat> so I'm not in like enthralled in a in a particular instrument. It's just music itself. So, so what music are you just like really vibing with right now? Like I'm telling okay, so so it's these three genres that are inter- interchangeable, right? So so indie pop and dance. And when you get like indie pop or indie dance or dance pop or, or dance pop is speaking to my soul <laughs> in this season of life. Pop dap dap naboo dap. Yeah. No, but like uh, I don't know. It's just uh the music I you I tend to listen to is just really up upbeat. Like even and then you get you know the the emotions where you're sad, so so you'll listen to some Sigur Rose or or uh, like you know Postal Service. That's Whoa. that'll get some tears going for right, sure. Right, right. Oh, like but depending on what mood you're in, like maybe that can be some inspiring. You're like, yeah, I I'm writing, yeah, whatever. So um, that tempo and that beat, it just really inspires me, like to go out on the drive sometimes, like. Indie music. When I'm out on the drive, sometimes I'm like, yeah, looking around, I'm like, yeah, man, this is great. And not that I'm high or anything like that, but like it changes it changes my perspective on life. It keeps me moving. Um, it reminds me that there is joy, you know, like when I'm, especially like when I'm down, you, you know, like pe- yeah. people have those songs that they, they listen to right before they go out, right? They're like, all right, time to get pumped. Cardi B. No, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is to to whomever. Um, oh, for sure. We have a tradition of almost every concert we go to karaokeing a few Blink-182 songs <laughs> before we leave there the house. There you go. There you go. Yeah, throw, in, throw like the karaoke version on YouTube, and then we all just like burn 1,500 calories before we go <laughs> to a, uh, a concert from just jumping around the living room. So, so you're telling me you, you sound like, uh, like, like Shaggy before you, before you yeah. leave. Dude. <laughs> oh boy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from Scooby-Doo. I was picturing the artist. Yeah. No. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure where you're going with that either. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fantastic. We were talking about music. Um, yeah. It, it is so crazy how music can really affect your mood. Right. Yeah. I I think what's even crazier is most people probably don't choose their music. Mm. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like they just kind of listen to whatever versus like, if I know that I'm in a funk, I specifically make myself listen to something that'll get me out of the funk. Even if at first I'm like, why am I listening to this happy song? I'm so bummed right now. Like, I know it'll just naturally kind of pull me out. Does that make sense? No, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Most people just like listen to whatever. 
I don't know. I feel like that's probably a generalization. I made that up. I feel like that's probably yeah. not true. Uh, yeah, it's an idea, but I would assume. Well, I mean, like I, I think. So, so you get your music gurus, you know, who's like, they, like they have a specific song that takes them to a certain place, and then you have other people who just listen to music that like. No direction. They're just like, all right, let's play the radio. What's on today? Or, or let's let's make a, a a station from this one song. It's like, all right, like, like that's kind of how I do. Uh, I just you know always li- try and listen to mu- new music and stuff. And I have my repeats for a while, and then I I move on, or I use those repeats to create a station. And it's like I'm listening to that song, but a different style, you know. Yeah. Um, but like I don't have like one song I go to whenever like whenever I'm feeling down, you know. Maybe maybe a genre, or maybe just like this. I don't know, not even a playlist. It's just, it just, sometimes music just finds me. And it's like, oh, wow, that's what I needed. You know, and if it's not that, I'm like, next. <laughs> right? And we're done. Just keep cycling. But, like, I, I do have friends, and I know people who, they, they have their songs. They can name them my name. They're like, oh, yeah, this is my sad playlist. <laughs> like, when I, whenever I need to go brooding and I need to write poetry and just being <laughs> to be or not to be, yeah. that is the question. <laughs> uh, you know, they listen to that or they're like, I'm about to – I'm about to go out, you know, because that's, yeah. that's real talk. Uh, they'll they listen to this song or this playlist. You're looking at two people who've never vertically clapped at anyone ever. I can oh, promise you that. You, you must try it. it it's like it, it feels good sometimes. Yeah, we, we did, uh, Ali brought back the alligator thing not that long ago. Do you remember that? No. Are you talking about the baby shark that? thing? Baby oh, shark? Baby shark. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's different than like clapping at someone. I'm somewhat in the popular culture. So, so, I mean, you know, it's just a thing people do. They can't help it, I don't think. But, like, you know, or, or it's, 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 like it's a cue. It's like a way of talking with your hands. It's a cue. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, okay, so you don't think I'm serious. Let's think again. Yeah. <laughs> Gets your attention like, why are you, why are you, why are you clapping? What's oh, no. this? Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> That's awesome. What, uh, so, because music was so big for you and your dad growing up, do you have anything music related that you share with your son? Or is he so young that, like, it's hard to merge? Like, there's a comedian who has a joke. He tried to play Black Sabbath, which is what he liked for his infant. He's like, turns out babies hate Black Sabbath. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, even um, at a young age, I would would play him songs. I would... Uh, I would sing to him, um, and you know he's like, "I want to be just like Daddy." I was like, Let, "Let's make sure it's something you want to do." I got him uh, a ukulele because uh, I was cheaper <laughs> than, than a guitar. Like uh, a small size guitar was was still upwards of three hundred dollars. I'm like, "Why? This is for a child." Yeah. Um, Plus, I feel like a ukulele is so much easier to learn to see yeah. if they like it. Like mm-hmm. they actually progress quicker. That's something I wish I had done: is learn ukulele first, just because like. You're, you can immediately play every chord in like four hours. <laughs> for, for it's so small. It fits in your yeah. big hands. No. Uh, so I got him a ukulele and then we started playing here and there. Um, he is not good at it. Uh, and he his attention span is, you know, he's a kid. But like I learned to let him play with it. Just like do whatever because like that's what I did. That's how I learned, you know, and and lo and behold, he's on the piano. Not even playing the ukulele. He's on the piano. I'm playing a song. I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Daddy, look." And and he's playing the song. I was like, "Oh my god." So I helped him kind of finish it. And like we're we're just listening jamming to this song and you know, playing like the bass portion of it. Like however simple that is, that's just amazing that a child like like just a mind period can just figure that out on the piano. Like it's the moment he stopped 
clowning around and it's like I decided to play those notes and he figured yeah. it out and it was oh I was weeping inside I was like ah, I'm so proud of you my son <laughs> what about electronic at all have you like is there I'm sure there's iPad apps because I know he loved when he was over here we were playing oh my gosh that, that iPad game where it's like you take a video of yourself like jumping back and then you put in an explosion and like shooting Mega awesome. Man out of your Yeah, it's like, like a Dragon Ball Z app, right? Yeah. Or like it's not allowed I mean, to be labeled that, but that's yeah, exactly what it is. But like so with kids gravitating towards iPads and, and all this, like have you experimented with with electronic music through that? Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> that's Minecraft. it. That's it. He's on that iPad, he's on Minecraft. Like Earlier on, when I first introduced him to an iPad, he's like, "Oh wow, it's a big, it's a big iPhone. What yeah. what oodles and doodles of fun I can have!" And I had all these educational stuff on there, and I made the mistake of downloading Minecraft, thinking, "Well, I mean, like, I, I guess creativity." Kind of learn how to like code, right? Well, I don't. And I want. Like... I want to say code. I think more more creativity because it's building blocks. You have to you have to learn to take elements and create these you know these things with it, or you have to build X, Y, and Z shapes. You, you know okay. what I mean? We so, have literally no idea. Yeah, I've never played, so I don't know. I've seen it once played. It's a it's an minutes. open sandbox game. That's what they call those, where you can build anything or roam anywhere type thing. So, um, to think think about that as a young, it's like Legos, okay? As Just as as a young Legos. kid, a digital Legos. So so with him being able to do that, like he can make his it like imagination into a real thing, which is it is important. It's just I was like. What about other stuff? <laughs> he just got so fascinated with that, and a lot of kids are. But I don't know. I'm kind of torn with with you know the Minecraft era. Yeah. Oh, it seems tough because I see how easy it is to like. I just need to do the dishes. iPad, <laughs> right? Like I see how good of a tool it is for freeing up enough space that you can get what you need to do finished. Like, I feel like I would just be so drawn to taking that, like, and, and not monitor. I feel like you do a pretty good job. The few times I've been with you and your son, it, like, he gets some time on it. But even then, like, you force him to hang out with everybody and, and spend time, like, being a human as well as, like, okay, man, like, oh go, my gosh. go burn off some creative energy. But it's not just... So, I don't think I don't think any father thinks that they're doing a good job. Like, I, it's just one of those things, you know. Oh, you see these perfect families, and you wish you can be the perfect father. Uh, and no matter how long they are in the iPad, they're like, it's too long. It must be. Uh, yeah. I, yes, the balance. It's it, it's very hard, and you work. You 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 have to clean up. You have to get things ready. You get tired. Sometimes you're like, hey, why don't you do this while I do that? You're in the car. You know, it's it's kind of like being comfortable with the silence. Oh, I wouldn't be good at that. <laughs> Case in point, right? No, um, a lot of times uh, as a mental health technician, like they, they teach you like, hey, whenever you're talking to people, it is okay. Let them be like, like let there be silence. Let them come up with their own answer because it's, it's, it is hard. You know, there's silence. You want to give them the answer, help them out. But like that's how people grow, you know, in that silence that, they they come into themselves, are able to think about what you had said or what you asked, and allows them to come up with an answer. 
right? Um, in any case, silence is good, and that's kind of boredom. Boredom is also good. It's it's, it's where yeah. I'm trying to go to because, yeah. you know, you, you would never dream to be a, an, an astronaut or look outside as a wishing, you know, like the trees, they, they as they wish by or pass by, you're like, man, I'm in a race car. You know, you won't have those thoughts if you're stuck on an iPad or constantly being stimulated. You know what I mean? You won't, you won't know how to stimulate yourself. That sounds really bad. Yeah. No, <laughs> Mentally. But I, I know what you mean because I think boredom is sincerely underrated. It's the key to creativity. Exactly. Like boredom is what leads to the coolest stuff. Yes. Where you're like, man, I'm so bored. It's either I can stay in this terrible place of boredom or I can come up with something better. And that's what's led to yep. so many cool things. And like, I'm sure almost every technological advance started with a kid that spent a lot of time as like just bored as possible. Like I mean, you that, guys were out in the sure. woods or not the woods but right, like Right, yeah, that's for sticks. sure even our friendship is like based on riding bikes from like, because I didn't like TV that much. So we'd watch something, or we weren't allowed, I don't remember. We probably were only allowed, like, one yeah. show a day or something. <laughs> yeah, I can picture so, your mom. Then, yeah, <laughs> like, get out of the house and then start digging bike jumps and just went crazy with that. And that has what brought us together. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I remember I was bored one day. And so I just casually asked my dad for the nail gun while he wasn't paying attention. I was like, <laughs> maybe 13. And uh, Party Dave Party had Dave. some questionable but effective methods of parenting. <laughs> and he just like, with he didn't ask what I was doing. He didn't try and, he was just like, what are you doing? I'm building something. Okay, well, it's there, there, there. And then... I, I made a fort exclusively of nails. I think by the oh. time I was done having fun with the nail gun, there was no wood to be seen. It was just nail heads everywhere. Because, like, I was just boom, 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 boom. Just enjoying myself Skadoosh. with the scraps of our house that we were remodeling. And he just comes back, and there's this, like, real janky, horrible... It was janky, but it was, like... Well thought out. You could tell that I tried, right? Like, I made a raised floor. I stole the extra carpet and the carpet padding and made, like, beats <laughs> oh together, like, a flooring. And I stole some pexiglass to make a couple windows. That and, is like, so you. There were some extra shingles laying around, so I made, like, a real roof with shingles on was it. Was that the one that was in the front yard? The backyard, yeah, yeah. That, that like, real <sighs> janky thing where my half pipe eventually ended up. Um, I don't know if I, I don't remember that one. I remember that there was, wasn't there one in the front yard? No, there's no. Oh, someone, the guy who my dad eventually rented the house to made like a really legit tree fort in the front yard. Wait. And then we saw that one day when my dad sold the house. Have you, how long have you guys known each other? It's 10 years. But it's At just least. like you grew up here Incredible. in Colorado. Is that why? Yeah. We okay. Both so, you're, so you're okay. Yeah. See, move around so much, you forget. Like people are have been <laughs> in one location for so long, so they can go to their home. Like I'm just like you guys were like at the same place. Now you're here. Like wow, this is wild. No, yeah, uh, no moss. Though no one moss. day it'd be cool to go by that spot because it's a really cool pr- piece of land. Yeah, that's awesome. And like, but yeah, I mean, being bored led to this crazy fort that was such a huge part of my entire teenage years. Like I think we still used that all the way till I was like. <laughs> Probably 16, 17, probably use it for like four or five years regularly, like airsoft battles, sleepovers, um, 
you name it, we would do all kinds. We made like a video project for the Iliad, and that was that was <laughs> awesome. one of the like castles that needed to be stormed and like so, stuff yeah, like that. that. Was before my time, I don't, I don't recall any of that. <laughs> I was not a part of No, it, no, yeah, that was before this. I met the Pafafel. But uh, it's insane the blanket forts and everything like that. I, I we made one the other day. What uh, we watched a movie at our friend JT and Kim's house, and Kim pictures or didn't happen. The delightful human being <laughs> that she is, she was like, Let's make a blanket fort, and I was like. Let's keep coming up with badass ideas like that. Let's. <laughs> yeah, it let's. was awesome. Yeah, but I, I, I definitely think it's, it's something that uh, parents do. That, that, that they have to, you know, that, that they, something that parents do deal with, you know, like the, the, the balance. They, like, oh my god, I'm a bad parent because of the boredom. You know, like, is it bad for, for, for me to let my kid be bored? You know, times have changed. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I feel like you, you'd want to, like, rescue them instead of just, oh, if I let them be bored for a little bit, they'll come up with something so yeah, crazy. it's a magical. Yeah. No magic here. No <laughs> Just TV dinner isn't no shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I went dark for a second. <laughs> it does as dark as you go as a parent, I think. <laughs> oh, I got dad jokes. Trust me. They go to no. What's your favorite dad joke? Mm. All right, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> so, um... So my son was uh, cold one day. He just kept coming to me. He's like, Dad, I'm cold. I'm like, all right, so just put a jacket on. Put it. Put another shirt on. You know, he comes up to me. Dad, I'm cold. I'm like, all right, son, uh, try going upstairs. You know, he gravitates up. Do do something. Stay in your room. Go Get under your covers. Finally came up to him one more time. Dad, I'm cold. And I was fed up. I was like, son, go stand in the corner. He's like, Dad, why? I said, because it's always 90 degrees in the corner. Oh, <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. When I heard that one, I was like, oh. Uh, and it's, there's always that's like the amazing. little ones like, Dad, I'm hungry. Hi, hungry. Uh, <laughs> you know, those little. Eh. Yeah. That's just for you. That's yeah, just that, like yeah. a moment of like. I think most of those, most of the dad jokes are just for the dads. Yeah. Anyone that tells a dad joke is the only person laughing and they're laughing before they tell the, the dad joke. Right? I just did that. Yeah. Because it's a joke. It's a joke of being like, you're all going to hate this. I can't wait. Right. It's like, it's a joke just for you of like, oh, this is going to be terrible. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, well, I got, I got one. All right, oh, okay. all right. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Papa Fall. Yeah, we used to call him that because he he was like the mature grown up of our. <laughs> Papa Fall. How, how does a penguin build its house? How? Oh, hold on. I love these. <laughs> I got nothing. Dad jokes aren't meant to be thought about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you but, thought way too long. I know. Not sometimes. It glues it together. Oh, dang it. Oh I knew it was e-glue something. Oh, that's the best. That is, that is the play on words alone. <laughs> I love it. That's e-glues it together. That's amazing. Oh, man. So speaking of silly little things like that, we like to kind of end on just the same note, just kind of like a fun little place to wrap it all yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. A little ribbon. Um, what is, when you think of the word joy and you picture, like, where was, you just think of like, man, that was the moment of like, I really experienced like the most joy I've ever, and it doesn't have to be any like crazy story. Like it could literally be like, I was 
chasing my friend through a field, and I was just like, wow, this is the best I've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I, as a father, I feel really bad not saying that it's, you know, my son's birth. <laughs> the moment they gave, handed like that, me there's Simba. There's so much going on in that no, moment. You wet, probably no. Did you actually do that? <laughs> I'm for sure doing uh, that. Yeah. I'm for sure. I say that now. No, mm. Allie'd probably let me get away with it. You do it. I, I think you do it even if she said no. You'd be like, don't do it. Don't She'll do take it. take a nap at some point. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, Yeah. I'll, uh, like, stand on the edge of the, the hospital bed to pretend like the cliff. <laughs> Anyways, continue. No, it's, it's, it's great. Um, if I, like, thinking immediately right now, uh, joy, like, pure joy. Um, there's a show I went to, actually. It was It's kind of stupid to say. I, I, I feel like it. But um, I think it was Slow Magic or Strange Magic. Um, I think it's Slow Magic. You're experiencing so much joy, your brain turned off. Turned off. Uh, but like going to that show, um, it, so it, this guy, he, he's got pre-recorded tracks and everything, but live he plays the drums. You know, it's just literally two uh, two drums. I forgot what they're called, right? But Little hi-hats or whatever? Uh, not hi-hats, but... Snare drums? Tom, toms or something like oh, that, yeah, probably yeah. toms. Mm-hmm. So he's got two drums, and he's just playing to the music, and like... I don't know, at that moment, it it was just so beautiful. You know what I mean? And, like, the energy of the crowd, oh, my God, you felt everything. Like, you weren't listening to music. You were the music, right? So you're just dancing with it. And I, I literally, I lost myself. And I was just, like, closing my eyes and, you know, like, the light show and everything. It was just, it was, in that moment, it just kind of sparked something in me. It reminded me, like, man, this is it. This is life. Like, life can be joyous like this every day. Uh, if, if you just pursue what you want or what your passion is, you know, like this is it. And you always know. You can't say like, I don't know what my passion is. Like, go find it. Because like once you hit it, oh, you're, you're going to feel it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, like, it's like lightning. You're like, oh, there it is. I'm real pumped about this. Exactly. It's, it's, it, it was insane. But like, I think that the maybe probably the biggest, if not the most recent time that I felt an overwhelming joy to where like I just couldn't contain myself you know I was talking yeah. about it for days and I was just like oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> I, like what I was a kid again yeah it's so great right again no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> well Andrew thank you so much for joining us yeah. uh this has been an absolute treat and I'm thank sure you thank you for uh, having yeah, me awesome. <laughs> we'd love to have you again and, and man I'd love to hear some of your music if you send us some of that. <laughs> that would make my day. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can do that. <laughs> dude, I'll just tell it to everyone I know and just won't blow you up, dude, so that you have to go play a live performance. Get over that fear. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I'll I not. say you do one show butt naked. And then the, <laughs> the rest, rest is of them downhill. One, <laughs> just like one real avant garde oh performance piece. And then you'll never have stage fright ever again. Yeah. You know what they say, joy is on the other side of fear. So, all right, sure. I just got to find a nice piece for you to play a short one, right? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Heck yeah. Well, boom. I like it. There's, there. You happy? And that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Am I happy? Uh, ecstatic? Yes. Yes, I'm definitely happy. Dylan, you happy where we're at? I'm happy.
Yeah, I'm not feeling it. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> this is awesome. He just needs a hug. That's what yeah, it is. he doesn't. A warm embrace. Perfect. Yeah. Dude. All right, guys. Uh, it was pleasure. Thank you. And the audience, when you do hear this, <laughs> good night. Take a left. <laughs> I hope that works. <laughs> take, take a left. You serious? Someone's now? in their car. Yeah, it just lines up perfectly. <laughs> right? It's not my joke. It's a comedian's joke where he just gives a series of directions like, Jesus, take the wheel. One of these, someone's going to listen to this and it'll work so perfectly. And they're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this was meant for me, man. Yeah. For me.